This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. What would it mean to you to have a friend with whom you could trust your deepest, darkest secrets without reservation? One who would never break a promise. In today's message, we're going to talk about covenants and a friend who will never forget a promise. Our message, God's New Promise. Has anyone ever broken a promise to you? Does anyone keep their promises still today? The good news is God keeps every promise he's ever made. He's guaranteed them in the life of his son, Jesus Christ. That's the good news that is the basis of our hope. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for this time to worship and hear your word. Open our hearts to the truth of your promises. Strengthen our faith. Renew our hope. In Jesus' name, amen. Our scripture today is recorded in Jeremiah 31, beginning with the 31st verse. Behold, days are coming, declares the Lord when I will make a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not like the covenant which I made with their fathers in the day I took them by the hand to bring them out of the land of Egypt, my covenant which they broke, although I was a husband to them, declares the Lord. But this is the covenant which I will make with the house of Israel after those days, declares the Lord. I will put my law within them, and on their heart I will write it, and I will be their God, and they shall be my people. They will not teach again each man his neighbor and each man his brother, saying, Know the Lord, for they will all know me, from the least of them to the greatest of them, declares the Lord. For I will forgive their iniquity, and their sin I will remember no more. Dear friends in Christ, Grace, mercy, and peace are always for you. From God our Father and our Lord and Savior Jesus the Christ. Amen. Life is full of promise. In our human relationships on a daily basis, we make promises to one another. Especially in our love relationships, we speak promises that deepen the bond of our hearts, that deepen trust, that fill us with joy and peace but also fill us with love that defines the relationship of life that we share. The Bible also speaks of promises. It uses the language of covenant. A covenant is a mutual agreement between two or more parties that binds them together and defines their relationship. A mutual promise is a covenant. The Bible actually speaks of six covenants, the Abrahamic covenant, the Mosaic covenant made between God and his people at the base of Mount Sinai after he had delivered them from slavery in Egypt, the priestly covenant in the whole vision of sacrifice for the forgiveness of sins, the Deuteronomic covenant, the Davidic covenant, 
God promised King David that a son of his would sit on the throne and rule in peace and glory forever. This is what gave rise to messianic hope. And then finally, as Jeremiah's passage in his prophecy speaks of, the new covenant that God would make where all would know him and his law would be written on our hearts and he would forgive our sins. We believe that covenant is fulfilled in Jesus, our Savior. In the Old Testament times, there was the suzerain covenants, a relationship between a strong king and country and a weaker king and a weaker country where the weaker would agree to pay the stronger the terms of a covenant in order to gain their protection or to appease them so that the stronger would not obliterate them. It was a covenant between inequals. It was a covenant of mutual accountability. And if the weaker country and king did not pay up or keep the terms of the covenant, the stronger king and covenant would punish the weaker or even destroy them. The Mosaic covenant made at Sinai is a covenant of mutual accountability. The language is conditional. If you obey the terms of this covenant, then God will bless you. If you do not obey the terms of this covenant, then punishment and curses will follow. This is the language of the Mosaic Covenant. It's conditional upon our faithfulness, upon God's people's faithfulness. There are three covenants in the Bible where God guarantees the promise. The Abrahamic Covenant, the Davidic Covenant, and the New Covenant fulfilled in Jesus Christ. The new covenant is not just new in time, but also in quality. It's superior to all other previous covenants and therefore makes them obsolete. God has authored it, God has promised it, and God's power makes it happen. The terms of the covenant cannot fail or change, and they are fulfilled in the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, the Son of God, our Savior. And that's the good news, that in the name of Jesus, every promise that God has made to us in the Scriptures finds fulfillment, and it's sealed and guaranteed in the blood of Jesus Christ. In response to God's new promise, we say to God, I believe your promise is for me, and I gladly receive your spirit in a relationship of trust. I'm glad to be in a covenant with you, the living God. Life is full of broken promises in our human experience. Ever heard someone say, cross my heart and hope to die? People have a hard time keeping their word. I'll pay you back as soon as I can. I promise, though I didn't meet the deadline, I'll get it done for you by tomorrow. Maybe the most significant broken promises are those made between a man and a woman on their wedding day where they say, I'll love you forever, 
or I'll always be faithful to you. But as months and years pass, something is broken and the covenant falls apart. Why do people break their promise? Maybe it's an intentional lie. They never do believe they're going to keep their word. Maybe it's outright rebellion against the terms of the covenant. Maybe they develop amnesia and they forget. Maybe they betray the person that they've entered into covenant with. Someone has said, in our promises, we often write checks that our soul can't cash. What's the result of broken promises? Fractured relationships? There's an immediate emotional turmoil. We're upset by people that have violated their word. The relationship or partnership loses credibility. Trust is diminished. It creates a relational dissonance and distance, an estrangement and alienation that might never heal. Well, the Bible says that God's people, Israel, broke covenant with God. They were unfaithful to the covenant. They were promiscuous. They worshipped other gods. They oppressed the poor for their advantage. They disobeyed God's law. And they lived indifferent as if God didn't even exist. But before we start poking the finger in someone else's face and say, yep, give it to them, they were wrong, they were bad. What about us? Paul succinctly in Romans 7 says, the good that I would do, I don't, and I end up doing the stuff I hate. Wretched man that I am, who's going to deliver me? All too often, we're like Paul. We're like the Apostle Peter, who to Jesus said, Though everyone forsake you, I'll never do it. I'll die for you. And then that very day, he denied knowing him three times. Broken promises in human relationships. Broken promises even between us and God. So when Jeremiah is speaking of this prophecy of a new covenant, he's speaking after 40 years of God's people's disregard for God's pleas that they come back into covenant fellowship with the living God. Eventually, because of their disobedience, God's people are defeated by Babylon. All their loved ones are killed, and if they survived, now they're hauled off into exile, enslaved to a foreign people, and wondering if they have a future. So, broken promises are significant. But sometimes, life is broken beyond repair. Is that you? Has your life broken beyond repair? One pastor said that we spiritually are broken powerless. He said, you can bring a pig into the house, put it in the bathtub, scrub it up, polish its nails, put a ribbon around its tail, brush its teeth, and douse it with Chanel number no. 5. But what's going to happen the first time you open the door and that pig sees a manure-filled mud hole? 
That pig's going to go right straight to the mud hole and wallow in it. Why? It's his nature, and he likes it. I, as a man who is a broken sinner, have a shadow side that by the devil's temptation always gets drawn away from the God I love and pulled to the mud hole. This spring, when I went north to Minnesota to our family cabin near Bemidji, Minnesota, I was turning on the water for the summer season, and I discovered in the pump house that the water pump that provided water for our cabin had a cracked steel casing. Last fall, when I drained the pipes, I forgot to remove the plug that would have drained the water so that when freezing temperatures came, it wouldn't damage the pump. Now... The pump was broken beyond repair. It could no longer pump water. Jeremiah said in an earlier chapter, 17, The heart is deceitful above all else and desperately sick. Who can understand it? In some measure, all of us can relate to that scripture. Is your life in exile? Are you enslaved, living in bondage to something in your life that holds you captive and robs you of freedom and joy and life and love? Have you lost hope? Do you feel powerless to bring about change in the really essential matters of your life? I've got good news for you. God says, I'm going to make you a new promise and I'm going to raise you up to new life. I'm going to make a new covenant with you. Let's talk about what that new promise looks like. First, it's guaranteed by God's power and action. Our response is to just believe the promise for us and to gladly receive the Spirit's blessing to live within us. We believe and receive. Secondly, this new promise that God makes has been sealed in the blood of his Son, Jesus Christ. When Jesus was on the cross, his blood sealed the promise so that not like the blood sacrifices of the Old Testament where sheep and goats were sacrificed to atone for sins and bridge the gap to reconcile relationship between people and God, the blood of Jesus Christ ran down the wooden beam of the cross at Calvary to establish this new covenant. It led to the universal proclamation in the name of Jesus that all who repent and believe in the name of Jesus are forgiven their sins and were invited to live in an atmosphere of God's favor, of God's grace. Also, this new promise of God is motivated to change our inner heart. Our son Luke and his wife leave 
have two beautiful Norwegian elk hound huskies named Gus and Elska. They're beautiful animals, and when they go outside with Luke or Leave, one, the female, Elska, is never on leash. But Gus always has to be on leash. Elska will stay very close to the master and immediately obey the master's voice. Gus, though a very beautiful and good dog, a good pet, if he's not on leash, will put his nose to the ground and be in the next county before he lifts his head. He will not listen to the master call. Therefore, he has to stay on leash. When God changes our heart in the new promise made in Jesus Christ. He touches the heart at an inner motivational level, and we wish to obey the master. We no longer live under the law of a leash holding us so that we don't do stupid things. Our heart is now given over in loyalty to God in the covenant of Jesus Christ. This new covenant says that we will know God in a relationship of love. The relationship is no longer transactional, where the sacrifice blood of the goat atones for my sins. We enter into a whole new relationship that is guaranteed by God and filled with his love, poured out to us. Also, this new covenant is eternal. God says, in the name of Jesus, I have loved you with an everlasting love. Nothing will change it. As it says in Romans 8, nothing will separate us from the love of God in Jesus Christ. I've drawn you to myself with loving kindness. So again, in Jeremiah 31, God says, Pick up your tambourines and dance for joy. I've turned your mourning into dancing. I'm resurrecting you to new beginnings. Here's the beauty in this new promise of God. It's never too late to start over with Jesus. Do you have difficulties you can't fix? Jesus makes you a new promise in his love. Do you have impossible things in your life that you can't undo? Are you carrying guilt or shame? Do you have habits you can't break? Are there temptations too powerful for you to control? The answer is not to try harder. The answer and the basis of our hope is the wonderful promise of God. In the name of Jesus, you are forgiven. You belong to God. You're people of the new covenant. God has made you a new promise. So, Lord God, today again, I believe your promise is for me, and I gladly receive your spirit that I might live in this covenant of love with you forever. Amen. Would you pray with me? Lord Jesus Christ, thank you for coming to our world and giving your life and shedding your blood to seal the new promise God makes to every one of us for the forgiveness of all our sins, for reconciliation with your spirit, and for the promise of eternal life. Our lives are broken. 
we've all made broken promises. But with you there is forgiveness and new beginnings, and we praise you for that. So God, receive our thanks and our praise. We trust in you. In your name we pray. Amen. Hear this blessing. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you his peace. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. You've been worshiping with the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray you are encouraged to believe and receive God's new covenant to forgive your sins in the name of Jesus and live in an atmosphere of God's favor and grace. Christian Crusaders is a nonprofit ministry supported entirely by the gifts of our listening audience. Estate gifts, large and small, are a significant part of our ministry's funding. Please consider a final gift to this important service as part of your estate planning. For more information, feel free to write us at Christian Crusaders, 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa, 50613. Or contact us toll free at 1-888-693-2484. In the Waterloo, Cedar Falls, Iowa area, dial 277-0924. We thank each of you for your gifts and prayers. Christian Crusaders is available to be heard online on our website, on 27 radio stations across the United States and Europe, and on social media. Look us up today on any of these venues. Our website address is christiancrusaders.org. That's christiancrusaders, all one word, dot O-R-G. We thank you for worshiping with us this day and invite you to join us next Sunday when Pastor Kramer will continue his sermon series on the parables of Jesus, stories with intent. Our theme, how to maintain your spiritual health. Today's host was our associate speaker, Reverend Lee Lavig, pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Spencer, Iowa. Christian Crusaders has been broadcasting biblical truth continuously for the past 83 years. Now from all of us at Christian Crusaders, may you experience God's richest mercies and his peace which passes all understanding in this week and all your weeks to come.